When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yay Networks. Hey, what's going on? I'm JC and I'm fit. And I'm Jenna and I guess that means I'm ish. Welcome to the Fittest <laughs> Podcast. Now you've heard us on the radio before, but this is completely different. I know you're going to get to see a much deeper, more intense and edgier side of both of us. Our ups, our downs, our hilarity, all that good stuff on the Fittish Podcast. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Fittish Podcast. Back with Franny, my sub-Mexican. He's my, you're, my, you're a part-timer, almost full-timer. Yeah, no, no, right I now. feel like Justin. Like, it's, it's, he used to be part-time Justin, now he's like full-time Justin. Yeah, we actually, uh, we saw Justin. Yes. Yeah, we actually, Francisco and I got all dressed up this weekend, this last weekend. Uh, if you follow me on social media, I do a pretty good job of showing moments of my life, so I'm sure it's old news to you, but... We got fancy, fancy black tie. We went to the black tie gala is the name of it, which is also it, by nature of the name. I'm, I was pretty sure the attire <laughs> recommended yeah. was black tie and it was. And wow, what an event. So if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, you listening, but this is a, a national organization that is also the single largest fundraising um event and organization for the LGBTQ and I'm probably plus, plus thank you I'm leaving off some letters yeah. I feel like the cool gays and lesbians are fine when I say LGBT you know and now I've added the Q and I know there's another one in there like I plus or something like that so and then there's ones that get real persnickety about it and so I I hope you know my intentions never to offend because there's lots of letters Nor that mine. go into that and I've been filtering a lot of thoughts not to offend <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, it was a really great event, except, you know, it, wow, what a massive event. You had to show vaccination cards. Um, we ran into all of our favorite gays that we haven't seen yeah. in a while, which was nice. And, uh, and of course, you know, we saw, we saw Justin. I even said to Fran on the way and I was like, I hope I see part-time Justin cause I haven't seen him. I mean, I guess since I left the show, I mean, other than on social media. So it was really nice. He looked great. It yeah, was nice to was, see him. It was a lot of fun. I think it's really amazing to go to those events and see what's happening and be in that community. And you're super minority. You're Mexican and straight at an event yeah, like that. Yeah. You're like yeah. minority squared. Well, there yeah. was a lot of Mexicans. I said, well, not a lot of Mexican, but a lot of Hispanic. Like that you saw. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was nice. Yeah, we actually went with my attorney. They probably he represent. Us. Yeah, my attorney um, invited us to the event because they do they sponsor a big table, so that was nice. So yeah, we got all sorts of dressed up. But I realized I I love dressing up. I do. And I don't do it. I mean, I think most of us don't really ever do it, you know, anymore in the last couple of years. And I'm talking like that level of dress up. I mean, a black tie is not something I do, but maybe once a year or if you have to go to a formal wedding. And um, so I put some effort in. Luckily, I got to borrow a beautiful dress from a girlfriend. So I didn't have to buy a new dress. She let me borrow this dress that was kind of flowy anyway in sequins and happened to fit my bump. You I mean, I will amazing, say babe. I feel like I looked like a like a, 
a like a like a glamping tent from most angles, you know, like it just wasn't like a disco ball. Yeah, a, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> a big disco ball. <laughs> I did. It's so hard to dress the bump, you know. Y'all are very nice to me on social media, you know. I hope I hope everyone knows that it does. It definitely takes effort to figure out what looks good with the bump. This isn't. This doesn't come naturally to me, and I feel like my fashion sense does come natural normally, but trying to dress this bump has been very frustrating when I want to look cute. I mean, most days, if you saw me right now, I'm in house shoes, socks, workout pants that I'm still trying to squeeze into with the hope of exercising for like, well, it'll be the third time since 2021 started in a sweatshirt and a beanie because I think that is the reality. We got to film one of those TikToks, I think. That, yeah, that one of like, I love those. I wanted like, to wear this and we'll do it when we go to yes, Paris. Let's do that. So when you're listening to this podcast, Fran and I will probably be flying home from Paris, you know, because we record, just so you all know, we record our podcast about a week out. That's the goal, usually. Sometimes we're you a day You have to be very out, careful but... from now on when you say we, because yeah. I don't know if you're saying yes or we're saying us. We, we. Yeah. Yeah. We'll After see. all this time in Paris, it's just confusing. Yep. So hopefully everything's gone well, uh, but I can speak to you now. Um, I mean, you'll, it's so funny when you're listening to this because you'll know how things played out by then, but... Uh, so follow along social media. I'm going to post some stuff, but I'm, I, how are you feeling? I mean, we leave like later today, basically. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling very excited. Um, so much stuff I have to do, <laughs> but I feel excited. I got pretty well packed. I know, babe, you're doing great. I laid everything out on, a, or I, I have this like cool hanging rack that I'm, just pops open. And then before I pack for something like this, this is what I do. Just a tip for ladies. I used to be the last minute packer and I still am from time to time. If you're going somewhere and you know, you can check a bag and you don't care, you can just throw a bunch of shit in the suitcase. But I've tried to get better about planning stuff, especially being pregnant, because it's not like I can just throw a bunch of stuff in. I need to kind of pick out stuff that fits. So, you know, a few looks that I want to look cute and I got a beret and I got red lipstick. Two things that I never, ever wear, but I think that they'll look cute and very Parisian. Some red lipstick and a, and a wool beret. You know where I want to see that red lipstick, right? In your beautiful lips, baby. In your beautiful <laughs> lips. No, but it's very funny because... Um, I, I, I see like, how dirty are you about to get right now? And that lipstick's probably not going there. So, um, no, it's so funny because she has like two huge suitcases out and there are only three pieces of clothing in that rack. So I don't know what she's going to do with all that extra space. Shop. This is one of those trips. Just prepare yourself. I actually intend on looking around on this trip. It's Paris. You know, when we go to Mexico or we go to the beach, you're not able, like you don't shop. It's not really something that you do. Or when we go to Mexico city, we don't tend to really shop. I mean, you've taken me places, but I'm not going with the intention of shopping. You know, this is one of those trips for the first time, I think since we've ever been on vacation, even when we went to Spain, we didn't really, other than I wanted to go to the flag, like the first ever Zara in Madrid. Oh, you remember? Oh yeah. I remember. Uh gorgeous it was amazing they packed but amazing like but yeah going to, i think what's fun now and i don't know if it's fun to you we can shop for some baby clothes 
and the baby clothes that you can't find here. You know, I, I don't I don't drag you. I have no desire to go to like super the super designer stores unless we're walking by and it looks cool. Because some people have said like, oh, you should go to Chanel. I'm like, I don't even go to Chanel here. I can't afford anything. Maybe in we Chanel. will be able to see that stroller that we want, the Dior, and <laughs> test drive it. No. I mean, sometimes you go to those major cities and some of those designer stores are incredible because it's their OG. I mean, in Paris, yeah, the Dior, the Chanel. I mean, those are French brands. So, But no, I want to just go. There's some um, arrondissements, right? Is that how you say it? The different areas in France? Uh, like the sixth is oh, yeah. has a lot of really cool baby stores, I've heard. So I thought we could do some stuff like that. Just walk around, look around. So yeah, I'm going to bring an extra suitcase to buy gifts for your family and for um and for the baby, but hopefully the baby clothes I buy are small. So maybe a carry-on, an extra carry-on will do. And I'm gonna fit all my shit into one suitcase. I know I joked that I was gonna bring two. I'm gonna do it. It hasn't gone in yet, but I'm gonna do one suitcase. I will post a social media photo and let y'all know I'm if that excited. changes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But it's freezing there. I mean, it's 30 degrees, 50, 30 to 50. So I need to bundle up. And that everyone knows. Everyone knows that takes up more room. Yeah. Everybody. It doesn't? No, it does. Well, it doesn't when you're not posting photos in different looks, you know? No, babe, I, I'm with you. Like, I haven't, I should have already start packing, but I know what I want to take in my head, so. I don't know what to wear to the PSG game. Jeans and a shirt. Leggings and a sweater and a beanie. Yeah. Real cash. Yeah. Sneakers. Clothes, yeah. Clothes. Compression socks. Compression I'm going to bring my compression socks. Yeah. I'm going to bring my finished travel minis. Those are super cool. Speaking of um, baby stuff, I just got to show you real quick the cutest gift that I have a girl laminates my eyebrows for me. And so she's already super generous with her time. She came to my office to do this. Her name's Carrie Radish. She brought the, so if you're interested in getting your brows done, she's amazing. Um, unfortunately, you know, she's only in Dallas. I think she's out in Allen, but she brought us the cutest baby gift, which is so nice. You know, now these were not things that were on the registry. I, <laughs> I saw those gifts. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cabbage. And then there's a radish. Yeah, but that's probably hard in English to learn cabbage and radish. No. What's the difference? Between cabbage and radish? Oh, Yeah. I mean, just a different root vegetable in general, I believe, right? No, but they look pretty similar, right? Um, no. Well, that but they do red. both grow out of the ground. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fair, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to... I think that's actually a cabbage. This is not. This is a radish. It's called Ramona. I mean, <laughs> even the fucking name on it is Ramona the Radish. Natural rubber teether and bath toy. That's not even the cutest thing. That's just her thing because that's her last name. I'm just telling y'all, if you need any gifts for the holidays, oh, um, look at that this so is cool. a, um, I have never seen these books before and they are right up my alley. She's a music lover like me. So the brand of this book is called Little People, Big Dreams. These are baby books that are illustrated and they're all about musicians. So she got me a John Lennon one, and it's really cute. It kind of talks, you know, like at school, John was a bit of a troublemaker. So, you know, it's just a really cute, probably, you know, 20-page book with pictures about how John Lennon got into the Beatles. And then there's one on Elton John, and the illustrations are so cute. And David Bowie she got. And then she got us all these music onesies, like 
Sublime and Marley. Look how cute that is. Those are really, really cute. Yeah. I mean, just an amazing Joy Division. What an amazing gift. So anyway, these books are so cool, though, and I had never seen them before. So what a clever little baby gift. Little People Big Dreams is the name of these books. So Hey, I, it's it's time, you know. I mean, it's it's definitely time to kind of start thinking about holiday. Brandon and I are doing something different this year. Last year we went above and beyond because uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just our like real first. It wasn't even our first holiday together. No, but together. I think we have done it like we have done different things. Like oh yeah, the year before we went to San Miguel, we took your mom and just did like and a, just one did gift. like a couple of little gifts. Yeah. Last year because of COVID, we stayed here. And we did a lot of gifts. And this time we just going to do baby gifts. Yeah, Fran and I decided this year we're going to, well, Paris is kind of a thing. And I hope that counts. I mean, that's really, it's your birthday. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I'm 35. literally not going to get you a birthday present, probably, if that's okay. That's fine, babe. Um, maybe, maybe something there. You're you know? baking my present. But yeah, we decided we're just not going to do anything for birthday. I mean, anything for Christmas other than we're still going to decorate and kind of nest. But I think it sounds less stressful to not. So I was walking yesterday. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to make some um, Christmas gift recommendations. And it's making me think that as soon as we're, you know, I know we've been talking about kind of moving and looking for a place that hasn't been the right time, but I want to get, and hey, if not, we'd still have room for it. I want to get a tonal installed in our house. I actually saw a commercial with LeBron James featuring Crazy. the tonal. That's a, How that, amazing is that? Yes. Yeah. When are they going to send us ours? <laughs> I bet LeBron. <laughs> well, JC, they all, they, they sent us one and JC lucked out and he got it. So that was amazing. But no, I think this is going to be the next piece of fitness equipment I get for the house. This is a smart home gym that knows your limits. If you've seen the commercials now on TV, it's so amazing. It's so gorgeous looking too. I mean, who doesn't love a pretty piece of fitness equipment? It's like a flat screen television kind of mirror that hangs on the wall. But even better than that, because I know you've seen other devices that look somewhat like that. The tonal is absolutely the best because it actually has weights. It's going to tailor weights. And you're like, well, how does something as thin as a mirror on the wall or a television have the ability to have all this resistance, right? And that's what makes tonal so amazing. So it has a patented digital weight system, sensing your strength, adjust the weight automatically in real time, Again, you have over more than 170 exercises to choose from for a full body workout. You can do squats, deadlifts, bench presses, overhead pulls, bicep curls, and more. You basically have an entire gym's worth of equipment in a device smaller than a flat screen television. And like I said, 200 pounds of resistance with this sleek design. No matter your experience level, Tonal has thousands of personalized workouts. So if you say, look, weights are cool. I'm not really into weights right now, or I haven't worked out in a long time. Well, that's okay. You can do HIIT workouts. You can do, and that's high intensity, of course. You can do yoga, boot camp, bar. It's going to help you unlock your strongest self. World-class coaches guide you with step-by-step instruction and keep you motivated, whether you are a total beginner or a professional athlete. You can finance Tonal for as low as $63 a month. That's cheaper than most gym memberships. 0% APR for four years. Professional installers will deliver and mount your Tonal safely and quickly so you can spend all your energy working out and you're going to get a three-year limited warranty. Try Tonal, the smartest home gym, for 30 days in your home. Tonal is so confident you'll love it. 
they actually offer a full money back guarantee. So you can order this piece of equipment, have them install it professionally. And if you use it for a month and don't love it, you can get all of your money back. Again, you can get Tonal from $63 per month, 0% interest over 48 months. When you go to Tonal.com and use the code FITISH at checkout if you want $100 off. That's Tonal.com and the promo code is FITISH. Tonal, be your strongest. What a cool piece of equipment. Yeah, these South Mexican need a Tonal. You just called yourself a soft Mexican? Sub. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said soft Mexican. You went and worked out this morning. That's why I didn't say soft Mexican. I said (laughs) sub Mexican. Okay, sub soft Mexican. You just referred to me earlier as a disco ball. So but you're a tight disco ball. A tight. I'm not a tight disco ball. You're a tight disco ball. But I was just at Whole Foods and I saw these mini Christmas trees. I was like, oh, that could be the Christmas tree for the week, for the for this season. Like these little super cute three footers. No, we have a Christmas tree that we just put in storage in the garage. Mm-hmm. I mean, in its bags. It was down there loose. Huge. It probably has spiders. And I just keep spiders. forgetting that you are so scared of spiders. I I know that most people don't like spiders, and I'm not one that like I'm not I don't want to cuddle a spider. But it's here and you there have that cuddle a couple of spiders. <laughs> it's here, it's here and there that I recognize that your fear is kind of greater than the average person's, you know, uh, negative feelings about spiders. You know, like you see one and you focus on it and you are very upset about it. And so when, I mean, no, like, when I have him unpack the Christmas tree, he gets a leaf blower out so he can like blow the tree off, which is smart. You know, even though we rarely ever see spiders in our garage, if anything, it's more like cockroaches running around. We don't really, which I don't like those either. But my, I feel about the same about cockroaches as I do about spiders, just little and creepy insects in general. And it's so funny because if I just like tickle your neck a little bit when you're in that zone of looking for spiders, it freaks you the fuck out babe like <laughs> I, like a cockroach i have no issues with a You're cockroach. Like, mad right the now. only reason i like i can get affected by a cockroach is if i eat it and i'm not gonna eat the cockroach unless it's deep fried and oh. um a spider it's just i've been trying to face my fears like i actually have been trying to face my fears but they're just Creepy as fuck. They are creepy. And they bite. Some of them. And not the kinky bite that I might like, but... What scares you more? Like a small spider that's just your regular run-of-the-mill that you see more frequently? No. House spider? Or like if you saw a furry tarantula, like would that, that one freak you out? that spider that my brother was playing in in Mexico. Like that, 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 like that with the heavy thick ass belly <laughs> and that it looks just like i'm gonna fuck you up when you're not looking do that you know spider. i got bit by like a thug spider look and mexican fucking thug spider yeah mm, not my cup of tea narco spider narco spider that spider has been moving some dope you know i got bit by a deadly spider when i was young no superpowers here I got bit by a brown recluse, actually, when I was young. And that is a deadly, poisonous spider. I know. Um, is that when your hair turns turned brunette from blonde? Mm-hmm. No, that's when I decided to dye it not that oh. long ago. No, I was sleeping in a... I had a we had a family member um, that 
we're not in contact with anymore. I could get into family drama one day, but I'd prefer not to. But we we had a family member that lived in a trailer park. And so when my mom and I would go visit, you know, we would stay in the trailer. And I don't know why my mom wasn't, sorry, Candy, you're an amazing mom. But like, I don't know why she didn't have better judgment about how this went down. But we, they had a mattress that they got out of their storage. This was a trailer that didn't move around. Like this was a, I forget the word for it. Like it's a trailer that that's not mobile. Yeah, yeah, it's a touch trailer. It's like a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a double wide. Or like a single white. It wasn't big. Yeah, it was not big. I think it had like, yeah, two bedrooms in the back. And so I would sleep in the living room and I should have just slept on the couch, but they pulled a mattress that had been outside on the ground. This is in the middle of nowhere, Texas. So I slept on that mattress. Obviously, that's where that brown recluse was hiding because the next day I was like, mom, my leg itches. I was probably 10, 11. And um, my leg itches. And she looked at it and she's like, it kind of looked like a mosquito bite at first. And that's how they start. Looks like a mosquito bite, but there's the little two spidey holes and a brown dot in the middle of the mosquito bite. And that's how you know it's a brown recluse bite, but that's exactly what starts happening. And now I think it has to happen over a period of time. We were very on top of it. And so like I actually got, I was lucky and I showed it to a doctor somewhere we were out to eat. My grandpa ran into his doctor. At the trailer park. At the trailer park. (laughs) No, we were like then at my grandparents' country club and they like, this grown man took me into the bathroom to like, look. And I mean, it was like high up. Like it was almost by the vag. <laughs> this story is getting better by the minute. <laughs> this grown ass man took you to the bathroom. What, what happened yeah, there? he took me to the bathroom and he looked, but it was like all the way up by my hip. I remember it being like on my thigh, but like way high up, you know? And he looked at it. He knew it was a brown recluse bite. And he told me that I had to like immediately get in the most scalding hot water that I could stand because it would soak it off. And so I don't know what they did to me. Like, I just remember them putting like scalding hot water on me. And I guess that it got off. I didn't, they were, he was like, and if it gets worse, you have to get it cut off. Anyway, I survived a brown recluse bite. Congratulations. That trailer park situation was no good. Yeah. No, that helps a lot my, uh. My fear to spiders, like I, I don't think it's quite arachnophobia because I know people that are arachnophobic, and these Fran, people, you definitely have mild arachnophobia. That are arachnophobic, I kid you not. They can't even look at a photo of a spider. No, they can feel a spider in a room. Okay, well, you're trying to combine, and I can see a spider. There's times that I've actually ventured to. Get closer to spider. They don't have I like used a to have spidey a pet sense. spider. That's not what arachnophobia is. Arachno- any kind of phobia at that level is well, that some people you that- are incapacitated by a fear of something. That doesn't mean that you have spidey sense, I that you can sense a spidey in the room. Brian, room. you're going to argue this with me, and it's just not true. That's not, what I'm, that's I not how you define it. You're arguing it. But because- I know these people. I'm going to put them in the call. But that doesn't. Next time. Oh, so they could, of course, anyone, there's a spider in this room. I sense it. There's a spider in every fucking room everywhere. Don't tell me that. Well, there's, of course, a spider in this room right now. No, there's not. What are you talking about? We're in a warehouse. Look around. I'm sure he's hiding somewhere. See, and you're stressed, right? It's like you feel it crawling up your neck right now. (laughs) There's a spider sitting in front of me right now. Something that you've stolen from me that I know we love very much, and it's very affordable. And I'm talking about the Raycon headphones because these are going to be the really some of the most affordable wireless earbuds on the market. Uh, I I can never find mine because Fran um, has stolen them, even when Raycon sent me the pink ones. But 
this is this is a way to save big on a gift that you know this is a gift for really anyone in your life. I mean, it can be someone you're really close to. It could be for that relative that you just don't know what to get him. I know sometimes it's like when you have that uncle or dad or you're like, I just don't know what to get him. Raycon earbuds are absolutely the best. Seamless Bluetooth pairing, a comfortable noise isolating fit. You can start listening to music or podcasts like us on your devices right away. Amazing audio quality. I mean, musicians use these. That's how good they are. There's a built-in microphone so you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button and eight hours of playtime with a 32-hour battery life, which I know I love because I wear headphones when I work out, I mean, pretty exclusively or when we're doing podcasts sometimes, but it's really for me about music and I, I want something that sounds good and I want something that's going to last a while without having to charge it all the time. Anyway, go to buyraycon.com slash fittish today. Unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your already affordable Raycon order. This offer is only available for a limited time and you don't want to miss it. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash fittish to unlock 20% off your Raycons. Buy Raycon, B-U-Y, R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash fittish. Really cool. Just gift idea. You were saying? Um, no, I was saying I was yesterday. But by the way, that's for sure an amazing gift. Like everybody It's affordable needs, and everyone needs, needs them. Uh, headphones. I lose them like I lose candy. I lose... My mom? No. Oh. Actually, I lose headphones more than I lose candy because... Anyway... Uh, so Fran and I, um, you know, so we're going to Paris and when we get back, I mean, this baby, this, this whole baby shit is just like happening real quick because we have a pretty big appointment when we get back. Um, I mean, I'm going to be almost 30 weeks pregnant and I'm getting more and more uncomfortable. So I can't imagine how awful that last period of time is. One of you actually wrote me about due dates because my current due date which I have not really said to anyone, but y'all who listen to the podcast is February 24th. Now I am gonna, um, I've made a decision. I also haven't shared this. I am actually electing to do a C-section. I mean, unless something else happens, but I'm, you know, likely going to go in a week before and just have an appointment, go in on a Friday morning and have that done. That, that, that's my choice. That's my birth plan. That's what I'm going to do. Good for you that want to do water births at home. Um, but that's what I'm going to do. So anyway, Jenna, hey, Jenna, another Jenna wrote the show and said, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I had to have a scheduled induction. I could have gone for the 9909. That was going to be her birth date. Um, but I was so done with being pregnant that I chose the first day I could safely deliver her, which was the day before, 9-8. She didn't even wait till 999 I couldn't even wait one more day. Congratulations to you and Fran. Love the podcast. Because Fran, everyone in my family too is pressuring me to do it on 22222 because it'd be a cool date. And the earliest I'm allowed to do it is the 17th. And I'm going to book it for the 17th because I just have a feeling. I mean, we can play it by ear, but I have a feeling I'm going to be so miserable. And that's what a lot of women say. If you have a choice, it's one thing you're waiting, you know, and you're just letting it happen. But if you're actually like able to choose when you go in to have the baby, you're like, cut this. You're going to want this beast cut out like in January, you know? So, and again, you know, booking at 222, two days before my due date, there's a chance you can go into labor two weeks early yeah, or late, but you could go in early. So it depends on how cooked he is. What do you think? It, you think it's on his advantage if he's born on Valentine's Day? You think he's, it, it will take on his advantage because 
he will take the show. It's like, it's not about you. It's not about your love, mom and dad. It's about me. No, it's not, I'm, I'm not talking about mom and dad. I'm talking about whenever he's dating and shit. I think it would suck to have a birthday that coincides with another holiday, especially when you're a kid, you know, or you hear that from friends that have Christmas. I mean, if the first transfer had stuck for you and I, his birthday, which they say there's a very low percentage that babies are actually, um, you know, born on their of course, due date. But, um, but it was, but ours close. was Christmas. Yeah. Valentine's. I mean, he could come out on Valentine's, but we wouldn't schedule that because that's too early. It works. It would not work on his advantage in, it, so. in his dating life. You don't think like if he's dating. Well, like but first- then when you're young and you birthdays matter to you, like you actually care more about birthdays when you're younger and it's about you kind of selfishly your special day. It sucks to have it be on another day. You know, a lot of kids have said it even sucks to have birthdays over the Christmas break because all their friends are unavailable. So when they're growing yeah, up true and, story. and you know, my little sister's birthday is January 2nd and she hates it, you know, cause it's like, I mean, cause new year's and new year's day suck. So I always go get her on like January 1st and everything's closed and you know, and all her friends are either out of town and it just kind of sucks, you know, yeah, to have birthdays then. The 22nd of December. So I mean, my birthday frequently falls on mother's day. Yeah. I mean, not frequently, but it's always, I mean, it did this year. My birthday was Mother's Day. So I get heavily overlooked. You never get heavily overlooked. But when I am a mother and it's my birthday, it'll be pretty special. But when you're older, but I don't think you exactly, care as much. So it's your mother, you're, when you're a mother and it's your birthday, it's going to be super special. When you're a teenage kid and it's Valentine's, you're like, it's getting late. For sure. I don't. And you're excited about this. You're talking about our son getting laid on his birthday on of Valentine's course. Day. Of course. Yeah, but imagine the hospital on Valentine's Day, like with babies and stuff. Hearts everywhere. And Hearts shit. everywhere. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I just want to have a healthy situation go down. Of course. That's really all I care about. I really don't mind. Well, we'll see, won't we? We shall oh, see. Oh, but I was telling you about our appointment that we have coming up. So I have to get my glucose test, which is where I have to chug this thing. We have to see if I have that gestational diabetes and how we're going to deal with that, which I'll be shocked if I don't with the way my diet's been. Um, but they say that there's really no nothing you can do about it as a woman. You know, I've had it, most of my girlfriends that at least I've known to give birth in the last few years have all had it. And they've had to do little shots or they've they had it and then they had to go back for another test and then they were cleared. But my doctor and the nurse said... It has nothing to do. You could be severely overweight and eat terribly and not get it. You could be eating really healthily and and have it. So, you know, and I've just been, we all know, I've been yeah. eating whatever I want. So I, I have not been the picture of health by any means, but really interesting. So that's the first part of our appointment. And it's right after, not only is it after we get back from Paris and I've been pigging on croissants, and pastries, but it's also then right after Thanksgiving because when you and I get home, Thanksgiving's the next day, and then we go in that Monday, and it's like we got to get that test done. But they said the more of that kind of shit that you eat, the better. They didn't use those words precisely, but because um, your body's producing more insulin to break it all down. So we'll see how it goes. But then after that is the thing Fran has wanted to do since he found out I was pregnant. I've been somewhat resistant, but I mean, he wants to do it, so it's fine. If it were just me, I don't think that I would do it, um, but you want to and you're excited about it, which is Absolutely, great. Absolutely, babe. I want to see the face of our baby. We're doing the 3D, and this is one of those ultrasounds 4D. that, well, 4D would be tangible. Well, that's how they call it. 
for some reason. Really? Yeah. They call it 4D, yeah. even though four-dimensional means you can touch it on all sides, right? Babe, don't, okay. don't kill the messenger. So we're doing the, the ultrasound called Look at Me, which is where you see the full mushy alien creature, and he's really excited about it. And I know a lot of people do this, but yeah, you have to pay like, I don't know, it's like 200 bucks or something um, to get it done because it's not one of your like included things. And Fran's really excited about seeing our little beast. Yeah, for sure. I would have loved to see him since he was like a little uh, tadpole. I think they look creepy. I, that's just it. And, and then I'm disturbed because a lot of people have said that they actually look like themselves, you know, like sometimes you can see hair. Well, the things that you can start making decisions. What if he's ugly? We'll start fuck. We'll, we can't have another one. <laughs> Does he have my nose or your nose? Well, we'll see. I mean, I guess the only upside is I like being able to see that he has like all his fingers and toes and limbs and stuff, you know, so hopefully that's the case. But just fascinating. The medical world's so fascinating these days, the things they're able to do, or we learn that it's not a boy and we're in for another surprise after all this and then being like certain it's a boy and then they're like, just kidding, it's no, a girl. No, we've seen already that he's a boy. I think. That was a very, very loose interpretation of a penis and i just we didn't even know if it was a leg or a penis there was no loose interpretation on that that guy has a tripod all right fran why do you want why what is with guys first of all let me just tell you something you know your like large penises are not the best thing ever and most women can speak to that you know and maybe there's some women that prefer it but at least in my experience like as long as it's on the side of like average, whatever average amounts to average to like full average, we're fine with that. You know, you don't want micro micro is difficult to work with. And, um, but too big is a problem for most women. Like that is not a pleasure, always a pleasurable experience, you know? So like you shouldn't be rooting. I mean, is that our large penises? Are large penises common in the Mexican community? If I don't go surveying penises around. Well, I mean, you have a lot of penis penile experience and penile passions. You have penile passions when it comes to circumcision, not circumcision, all of these things. So, But you, I don't go around surveying, babe. You're, you're passionate. Where do you want to get with this? That I don't know the stereotypes, you know, like, you know, like there's stereotypes in general, like that a lot of African-American men are more boys um, be boys. Showers like, I'm just and growers. About yeah, but I just want to know what, what size. What, oh, now you get uncomfortable. You broach the subject to make a joke and then now you're uncomfortable that I want to talk about like just, heritage like, and, I, and I, your I culture. I go deep into a conversation into like how serious. Do you all see what I have to deal with? He wants to make little immature jokes. And when I want to start actually finding out more information, he is he loses interest. He gets uncomfortable. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Well, yes. anyway, I'm ex I, mean, I am excited about the appointment. It'll be very cool. I wish we could do some of this stuff virtually. And that's what's so amazing about doctors these days. You know, when I thought I was worried that I had COVID because I had a fever um, a couple months back. And I, I, luckily, I didn't have COVID, but I had to make this appointment and go in to get tested because obviously certain things you have to go in and get tested for. However... Uh, ZocDoc is this new service that I'm really excited, um, is now a sponsor of the Fittish podcast, but 
think about how difficult it is these days, especially with everything going on in the world, sometimes to get a doctor's appointment. Like I remember you were trying to get one and you actually had an issue, a GI issue a while back. And they were like, yeah, we can get you in next month. And you're like, what? Like, I need to get this figured out now. Think about it. You need to see a doctor, especially during the holiday season. You search, you find one that looks good. You wait on hold to book an appointment. You rearrange your schedule. And then you go in, they don't even take your insurance. You know, that that's a huge problem. It's just like, wait, how? I mean, I know we've been looking for pediatricians too. It's a process and you got to find people that work with your insurance. Well, ZocDoc is an app where you get to compare all doctors in your area by their ratings. You get to read all the reviews from real patients so you can find and book highly rated local doctors. When you need a doctor, you need a doctor right now, not in a few days, not in a few weeks, not in a few months. If you need to see an MD ASAP, ZocDoc has your solution. All you have to do is download the free ZocDoc app. This is the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. So you're going to be able to search for local doctors who are on your insurance plan, read the reviews, and you can book an appointment in person or video chat and not wait on hold with a receptionist to go through all of that. That's so outdated. And so again, ZocDoc's going to offer primary care physicians, dentists, dermatologists, psychiatrists, eye doctors, or other specialists. Go to ZocDoc.com slash fittish. Download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Millions of people are currently using ZocDoc. It is actually going to end up being our go-to now <laughs> whenever we need to see a doctor. Uh, so, hey, if we're going to start using ZocDoc, you should too. ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash fittish to get the app for free. That's definitely going to come in handy, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, we're 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 in that boat now of they told us by our next appointment, like we need to select a, um, a baby doctor. Yeah, we need to figure that out. But that's such a cool service that yeah. it's such an unrich, like... You can call them at any time. Convenience, right? That's yeah. the world we live in now. We want things to be convenient for sure. I heard that France, since we're going over there and it's so top of mind, makes things really convenient in terms of, it's just so interesting, you know, how other countries do it and we'll be able to speak to it more when we get back. But just everything there, I mean, I've heard about Paris in general is they're just, they're so advanced in so many ways when it comes especially to stuff healthcare, like this. Yeah. I mean, healthcare in general, obviously, Europe just does it better, but um but know that even now, I mean, we're going to see how this plays out for you since we didn't get your QR code in time and they kind of shut down that service. But they have this app service that has a QR code that that's all I need to show anywhere I go. And they say it's not a big deal as an American. I mean, you have to be vaccinated to travel to France now, but you can show your white card most places. But if not, since so many people, I'm sure, have kind of faked those. And they have like COVID testing sites on every corner outside of every museum. So you're not, it's not a grind like it is right now still kind of to go find somewhere that you can get it done. You know, it's not like you have to find a designated kind of urgent care over there. It's like they just literally have tents set up like everywhere for people to go get tests done so they can go in places. So we'll see how that plays out. Or in the pharmacies, I think you can get a QR code now is what you have to do. So yeah, unfortunately, you're going to have to get a few tests. Yeah, well. It is so kind of like anxiety driven to go travel abroad. And I was worried that it was going to be a beat down. So we'll see. I'll let y'all know how it plays out. But this is probably my last trip. This is my last trip as a non-mom. So what are you most excited about Paris? He says the croissants. I am truthfully excited about the simplest things. I'm excited about just 
walking around because I've heard it's just really beautiful. I'm excited to see some of the stores decorated for holiday because I'm getting in that kind of cozy Christmas spirit. Um, that's really it. I'm excited to just have some nice meals and sit down, have coffee, croissants. And I'm really, I know you're not nearly as excited, not even half as excited as I am. I'm really, really excited about going to the PSG soccer game. That's the thing. That I think that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to. I hope they have those, um, the Christmas markets up uh, because they're so, well, I'm pretty sure they're going to have them. Uh, they're so, so cute. You will love them. I'm excited about the soccer match. Of course. I'm excited about the soccer match. I'm excited. I don't know. I'm really looking forward to this with you because we haven't had, you know, you and I have gone to Mexico a couple of times, but we really haven't had kind of a nice romantic. I mean, this is sort of a honey baby moon combo for us. And I, we haven't been, you know, you and I went to Spain and got to do some big city European travel just that one time. So we haven't done something like this before and I'm looking forward to it. And it's such a weird thought. I mean, I know it's not our last trip is a, just a couple because we'll get to do that again ultimately, but not for a while, you know, I mean, because we're going to have a baby and we're going to travel with a baby, probably not somewhere like Paris for a while. But, you know, we've talked about how we'll, we'll try shorter trips, you know, when at, at some juncture, like we might have a wedding next summer to go to in Mexico. So, you know, with a baby. But at that point, you know, for a while, we're going to be traveling with a baby bringing my mom or your mom or some help along probably, or just you and I kind of figuring it out. And it'll be wonderful. I'm sure like a different type of vacation, but I don't know. I'm trying to really capitalize on that. It's just you and I able to walk around without a stroller, without a diaper bag and really embrace like, okay, this is really it until our child gets old enough that you and I start trembling alone again here and there. But I have a feeling when you're a new parent, you don't really want to go out of town, you know, in that first year by yourself. I mean, without your child and leave your kids. So. No, no, no. And I'm super ex like the whole baby thing has me beyond excited. Like I, I haven't been this excited about anything in my life and I'm so excited I'm so about glad bringing to hear that. him uh, home, bringing him to Mexico, Yeah, like taking him to my parents house and to my family and just have that experience for him yeah i know i'm so excited yeah. too but you're jumping way ahead because we have one more trip together i'm i'm nervous about flying and i know that sounds ridiculous because we get to go somewhere cool but my flying fear is really intense and i can't over medicate myself like I would prefer to do on a flight like this like I'd love nothing more than to like eat Xanax like Pez and drink on the flight and those are not options <laughs> right now with the baby I luckily you know you I found out that you can take Unisum or Tylenol PM so I have actually never taken Tylenol PM I because I either used to take stronger stuff so <laughs> I, uh, I'm hopeful that'll work. So yeah, I'll take a Tylenol PM, you know, I'm going to have a glass of wine or two when I'm in Paris. I've had a couple glasses of wine here and there, not much, um, since I've been in the second trimester, but, um, after that Mexico trip where my ankles looked like, oh my God, I mean, I didn't ankles. have ankles. I know it's cankle season. No, but it was, that was a particular event. Like we were sitting in the fucking airport for 12 hours. Yeah, I'm trying not today since we leave. Like, I'm not eating anything real salty. Like, I, well, I actually haven't even had breakfast yet now that I think about it. I had a handful of cereal. I'm going to try and refrain from salt. And I'm actually going to try and exercise when we're done doing this and I'm done working today. And then, um, and see if that helps, like, 
helps me. I got compression socks for the plane. So we'll see I'd, uh, if, if y'all have uh well, I'd say give me any Paris tips by the time you listen to this, we're on our way back. So on the next podcast after Thanksgiving, I'll be happy to share everything. Yeah. All of that with you. All of the highlights. Yeah, we want to hear what people are doing for the holidays. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Share that with us. Well, my concern is that can't so Candy is gonna have I kind of told her we're gonna do Thanksgiving, though we get back the night before. Um, so we're probably going to feel pretty shitty, I would assume, after flying back from Paris. I always feel like on the back end of the trip, you're much more jet lagged. Because when we get there, we get there at 9 a.m. So we know the rule is just even if you're tired, we're going to stay awake most of the day. Maybe go to bed early that night. But I want to just hit the town, you know, because that's how you combat that jet lag. And it sucks to be pregnant because it's like you don't want to deprive yourself if you need a nap. But if I were to go to the hotel and sleep... You know, I've watched people do it this way before, and everyone's told me, you stay awake. Yeah, even if you only slept four hours or not even on the plane, stay awake as long as you can. Don't go take a nap. You know, stay awake. So that's what I intend on doing, even if I have to go to bed at 7 p.m. Paris time, then the first night there. But that's what I'm going to do. It's the way home that you're kind of like, whatever, right? Because you you sleep or you don't sleep, and then we, you get home at kind of a weird time in the middle of the afternoon, and if you're tired, you sleep, or if not, you end up staying up all night, and then you're kind of screwed for a few days on the way back. So that being said, I still wanted to do a little Thanksgiving, and when it's only the three of us, I don't, you know, I don't want to cook 10 things. It's not like some big family Thanksgiving, and so we just cook a few of our favorites, And uh, but the one thing I'm going to have to do is get up on Thanksgiving morning and put that turkey in the oven, and I'm worried because my nausea is better, but I still have issues with smells. And so, you know, like you were eating something in bed last night that grossed me out. You, We went the other day and you got that menudo and I could just smell it. I mean, it smelled so sweaty looking at that menudo when you were eating it. I mean, it's fine. I'm trying not to be annoying about how grossed out I get, but like that was hard for me to sit there and watch you eat that. It's hard anyway, even not being pregnant because that menudo is pretty nasty, nasty, but... Yeah. To watch you actually like to smell it as you were eating it. I want to try it one day, but I just don't. It's so weird because I, I, I feel like I'm tough that I can try most things and I won't sit here and lie and act like I love stuff, you know, but I've always told you, especially stuff in your culture, that's a little edgier for the this average white American girl to eat. I'll try it. I don't want to bite it into an eyeball. I really don't. But I'll try some of this stuff. And I don't want to be that person that's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, being pregnant is different. I can't, I can't do it right now. But I want to try menudo. But looking at it, like looking at those pieces that you were eating and the smell of it. Um, I mean, even you admit that the smell is pretty strong. And I know you love it. Yeah, but, but it's, it's amazing because <laughs> as you eat, you get like an anato- uh, anatomy class. Like you get to see how... Stomach lining looks, oh how the inside of your tribes look. <laughs> you get to see how your throat looks. Like, it's really cool, you like a cow. You were picking stuff out of your teeth when you were eating it. Yeah, because shit gets stuck in your teeth. No, like stuff that you can't eat. Like, non-edible animal parts are, bone. are in there and that you weren't swallowing. Normally, you don't eat the bone. Why is the bone in there? What bone? That's a question... I don't ask because what bone? There's no bones it? in the stomach, so exactly. That's why I'm asking the very obvious question. If it's stomach soup, why why I'm is there sure. bone? So it has pointy. So I'm sure it was like a like a rib or something like that. 
But you know, like, they can throw anything and everything in there. It tastes really good. It's just really a no from me. I just got real nauseous thinking about it. Uh, it's Which is hard because I've been feeling so much better in general. I've been feeling better, you know? I mean, hey, I actually worked out last week. That was the best I felt, by the way, in this entirety of IVF and pregnancy is when I went and worked out. That's why I was going to do it again today. And I didn't do anything crazy, you know? My ribs have been hurting. Yeah, they're expanding. I think that's what it is. I keep telling you, like, my left ribs at the top, like, under my boobs, like, the first couple of ribs that that are right under your breastbone have been hurting, and I'm going, is he starting to move up there with his little tiny knife? He has a little tiny knife in there. All the Rizos, all the baby Rizos have a little knife with him, with them. (laughs) A little baby Mexican with a little knife? Yeah. (laughs) We come prepared to the world I watched... I'm just speaking though, because we were talking about it earlier. We were joking about Narcos. Like I, so I watched Narcos without Fran. Um, and then of course I was totally game to watch it again because I, I really love that show and it helps me with my Spanish here and there. And, uh, there's a guy on there, the style on this one, because it's set like, I guess, late eighties, early nineties, right. Is the period of time. And so the style, I just love like these like kind of heinous, silk shirts like the Versace silk shirt oh yeah I just like love it and I said to Fran I go I have kind of a I say guy friend like a guy that I know that that has really great style but he's has dark blonde hair and he dresses he dresses cool like the short sleeve kind of button down or he can like roll up the jeans and wear cool shoes and stuff and so he would wear shirts maybe not as loud as like Versace you know but like some kind of printed silk short sleeve shirt because that that style has come back in the last couple of years but he looks like a an American guy with like just doing some fashion risk like just cool style if you do that and put on those sunglasses that we were those like knockoff Bottega you look like a full-on drug dealer babe I'm going to break that, uh, break that down to you. Like, that's not a 90s, 80s style. That's just a narco style. Like, that hasn't gone away. No, I know. That's why I'm saying. If you are a solid narco, you have at least 10 Versace silk shirts in your... Okay, so I'm in Neiman Marcus the other day. My mom and I, I did something really cool for candy. I can't wait to share with y'all. I just don't know if I want to share it quite yet. But um, but just something really great we'll talk about in the next podcast. Uh, and so afterwards to celebrate, I, we went, we love the Mermaid uh, Bar. It's like a casual restaurant, Neiman Marcus in Neiman Marcus. And so we're in there. And I was just in the mood because like I have so much stuff that I just like to kind of shop for other people now. So I, I, I love shopping for you when you let me, even though you're going to take back what I got you. So I'm in there and I sent Brand a photo. These silk shirts are all the rage. Like there were two in there that I sent him a photo of that I joked that I got for him. And uh, it's so funny. I mean, the Neiman's, that particular Neiman's has some really like urban styles, but it was so funny. Wait. But again, I'm telling you, if you wore these shirts, people would think that you are a no, but drug dealer. especially the, the one the pictures that you sent me were silk shirts. Hear this, silk shirts with short sleeves. First of all, if you ever see a button up short sleeve in my closet. Be aware, call my therapist or whoever <laughs> because I have given up. <laughs> I have given up. Or I changed You're careers. You're many people that listen that probably wear short sleeve buttons. You gave up. I'm just kidding. There's some people that can pull it off. I just can't. I'm looking. And their silk? Mm. 
No, I actually have a Versace silk. Now that I remember, I have a a, a, a giraffe printed Versace silk shirt that I bought for our safari for your safari birthday at the zoo. That's long sleeve and has a deck of cards all oh, over one. it. Yeah. Yeah, and you you looked like like the right hand, I wouldn't say because I feel like the head of the cartel is more in suits or more casual, but you look like the right hand, like the guy that's like kind of wild that like goes and does all the killing for the guy. Like that's what you look like in that silk shirt. It was so funny. I need to use it more if you often. didn't have that safari hat on and if the shirt wasn't leopard, it would look, yeah. But, I mean, because truthfully, you looked like a you look like a gay safari tour guide more than a narcos that day. Like a flamboyant tour 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 leader. Well, I'm gonna take that as a compliment of going to uh, yeah. the black tie event. <laughs> yeah, you looked great. You looked great at that event and it was fun to see. I mean, of course, going to an event like that, the guys dress so well and so flashy. I mean, who would have thought me wearing a sequin dress? Like I didn't stand out at all. <laughs> I didn't stand out at all. <laughs> No. What? You looked amazing, babe. But yeah, there, there, there were some outfits that were incredible. Yeah. Like Just amazing. That, the, I saw a jacket that was like that type of narco sprint jacket. Mm-hmm. And this guy was wearing like a purple fox on the side. Like it was a purple fox. Wild. Yes, a purple fox. Like a fox. Uh, How do you call that? Like in Spanish, it's called a stola. But it's like. Oh, like a shawl, like Like a, a, yeah, I know. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. Crazy. Like a stole. Yeah. A stole. It's called a stole and you call it a stola. Stola. Yeah. Yeah. It's a stole. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, the outfits were amazing. Yeah. And what's the name of this girl or die? Um, the one that is friends with Shangela. Shangela. She's in a different performer that won the award. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The energy in the room is just so invigorating. Yeah, except the guy hosting the event kept telling everyone to quiet down. There were 2,000 people in the room at this gala. And, um, you know. It was with his quieting people down. I'm like, you think you're going to get a room full of 2,000, you know, um, pretty flamboyant people that probably haven't gotten to get dressed up and see each other for a while to quiet down for like four hours while people were giving really heartfelt speeches, which it does suck because I know people are up there, you know, accepting awards or giving speeches about their journey and coming out and why it's so important to donate and the struggles that they've faced and why the organization matters so much. So very valuable, but like you can't keep a room full of people with alcohol, 2000 people quiet for like three hours just as you're talking at them, that just isn't going to work. But it was a little fun. But yeah, trying to keep them quiet was just a challenge for that guy. These days, though, by about nine, I looked at you, you're yawning, and you used to be a party monster. 9.15, we're like, okay. <laughs> no, babe, like, that's when I, it dawned on me, like. You're ready? I'm ready, like, this is it, like, nine, I'm a 9 p.m.er now. I mean, we're not going to be able to be 9 p.m.ers with the kid. I'm sure we'll be up all night. But yeah, we're not trying to stay out all night. Yeah. Uh-uh. 9 p.m., 10 p.m. with my PJs and my sleeping hat. And that's it. Your sleeping hat? Yeah. What is that? I have never heard you say that. And you don't have one. What is a sleeping hat? I'm going to buy a sleeping hat. Uh, you know, when you said sleeping hat, I thought Ebenezer Scrooge. Is that a sleeping yeah, hat? Yeah, yeah. Those that have like a little ball in the in the teeth. 
Oh man, so sexy. So I don't know sexy. why people wear sleeping hats. We need to Google that. Add the sleeping hat to the fragrant food you like to bring to bed at night. Like I was actually feeling sexy last night. Like I thought you were going to get it twice in one day yesterday for the first time in like ever. Ever. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, you, we used to have more like in the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, but yeah, you're sure. right. It's not frequent. So careful. But I was actually feeling sexy and you walk into the bedroom with a bowl of ranch straws, <laughs> zesty veggie ranch straws, which I do like from time to time, but they are so o- odiferous <laughs> that I was like, oh God. And I think I'm just so sensitive right now that you ate all those. And then you're trying to like talk to, talk to the baby and kiss me. And I'm like, get out of here. Stanky breath. And then you started eating something else stinky. I was like, what are you doing? I'm in pregnant too, babe. Okay. <laughs> it's called being there for you. <laughs> like I am growing with you. Okay. <laughs> she actually eats way healthier than I do these days. Like, I don't eat healthier. I just don't eat as much. Like scarfing gummy bears and fucking veggie straws. Where were... But I don't even know where they came from. Or do you have a nightstand that's filled with all my pregnancy snacks? Like, because I wonder where well, my I bought my own go. pregnancy snacks. So I get us nightstands finally that each has three drawers. So you have like all kinds of room to hide your shit. I haven't even gone through those drawers. Salty, sweet, sours. <laughs> those are my three drawers. Well, something smells like mac and cheese over there. There's always smells something like mac and cheese, but I don't have any mac and cheese. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's disturbing. It is disturbing. I think it's it's uh, wheezy for sure. It's wheezy. We're going to blame wheezy. Like the yeast like infection or something. Oh, wheezy. It smells like cheesy. Yeah. And I haven't smelled it lately. I'm sure it was just something that spilled. It I'm was your sure food. Some, some version of food that you had spilled on the sheets. And <laughs> then... I don't need mac and cheese in bed. I brought like straws. First of all, that's false. We've definitely eaten mac and cheese in bed before. That it's been a wee and it's a date and it's a bed mac and cheese date. But I don't take it as a single person. My mac and cheese. I guarantee I'm gonna go look through those drawers and you have some like like a noodle fully fully solidified. (laughs) Yeah, no, solidified like um well my cheeseburger from McDonald's in there. My top drawer has a refrigerator installed, so. You might find something there, but it's being preserved. I'm so close. I would love a fridge sitting next to the bed, but it's such a downward spiral. But I might need one if I'm holed up in bed for a couple weeks post-baby. Yeah, that's when you start falling out of bed in both sides. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Fran and I are off to Paris. We will catch you after the Thanksgiving holiday. I hope everyone has a great holiday. This year's just flown by. Uh, please let us know um, if you have any feedback or any questions for us to tackle on the next podcast. And uh, yeah, and we'll touch base with you after that, hopefully with all sorts of good, exciting stories to report. Yeah. Well, for all of you, thank you very much. And for all of you that speak French, le poupou, le mato, le wawa. <laughs> Bonsoir. Oui, oui. Au revoir. Au revoir. Bon voyage. Le wawa. That's how the dogs talk over yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Little wee wee. See you next week. Bye. Hey, if you like what you hear, make sure you join us for another episode next week of the Fittish Podcast. It's super easy. Just subscribe. When something happens to your car, you might say, 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.